Hi and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today I'm joined by Audrey and we are going to be talking about the winter solstice. Yeah. Hi, Hi Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, winter solstice this year, 21st of December, 2022. And it marks the official first day of winter, which is strange mm-hmm. because I feel like winter is already here. We're recording a bit before the winter solstice in preparation for the winter solstice. But it's already been snowing here in London. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever known it this cold, this early. But I re- do remember when I was a kid, we've got videos of being outside in the garden with snow. Mm. And some, it, I think it was before Christmas, I'm not sure. But for as long as I can remember, it's only ever snowed if it has at February. And it's gone within half a day, like by the morning mm-hmm. it's melted. Yeah, it melts really quickly. Yeah. So it's weird that it's stuck now. Yeah. And I was visiting uh, some friends for dinner last night in Upper Clapton. Mm. So by where there's like the canal and it's a bit colder up there <laughs> uh, than it is 30 minutes bus away where I live. Less pollution. <laughs> Less pollution, exactly. And it was colder and it stuck more and there were more snowmen. And I was like, wow, oh, cool. just a little journey within London and you're still going to get like a different snowfall yeah which is very interesting and then people i guess up north they get a lot more snow they're thinking ah london we get yeah. this every year <laughs> and then we if get you're all around the world I, I messaged my cousin saying um you've bought his he lives in finland i said oh you've brought the snow back with you and he was like uh that's not snow <laughs> it is actual dirt and slush <laughs> yeah. and it then, turns gray and then it's slippery yeah. and everyone's walking like awkwardly slow because we're all scared to slip because <laughs> we don't have proper shoes because <laughs> the roads haven't been um, salted and everything. Yeah. and then he sends photos of snow that's up to your shoulders like on the sides of the roads. oh wow yeah oh, and you can't actually cool. see that the cars are there because it's just the snow is just like going mm. over them wow so yeah what a different life (laughs) well wherever you are in the world if you're experiencing snow or not uh and i i should mention the winter solstice is only happening for us in the northern hemisphere summer Mm. solstice is happening down for people in the southern hemisphere very true so it's flipped because of the geography of the world yeah uh and really also the how the earth is on its axis tilted and how it's rotating for the days and you know when sun comes out and sun's not so the more north you are more northern in the northern hemisphere the less light you'll have Mm. around this time of year that's why uh up in like the arctic circle and stuff you know there's a full i think it's like a whole month or even more maybe where there's no light whatsoever there's no sun that's crazy right so crazy i think they might in some like i know there's some northern parts of sweden where they get some twilight but it's the sun's not out Mm. and the sun stays very low above the horizon which is kind of unfathomable i i just wouldn't be able to survive (laughs) for that long as well i can barely survive a winter in england (laughs) (laughs) with the slush (laughs) I'm, i'm not supposed to live here i came out this morning i was like um i'll walk and i'll i'll appreciate and be grateful of how amazing and beautiful this is because mm-hmm. it's momentary mm-hmm. but yeah my body's not made for this <laughs> and I was thinking about I was very angry when it first got very cold here and I was uh walking around 
and my hands were getting freezing and I was just frustrated. And I was like, what is this? I hate this. This is so cold. And then I kind of, in the last few days, have had a change of mind. And I'm like, hmm, I think cold might be good for our bodies mm. in some way. Like, you know, like cold, there's temperature therapies, cold therapies and stuff. So it's okay for a little while and just know that I will get to warmth. But, for instance, like my hair does better in the cold. Mine too. Yeah, it, just there's no frizz. It's so much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's embrace all the... Embrace the good. Yeah. Embrace yeah. the good. My hair does better. My skin doesn't. Mm. <laughs> but, because everything's dry. But I definitely feel like there's an invigorated kind of feeling you get when when it's cold out. Yeah. You know? It's like taking an ice bath, but yeah. not having to take an ice bath. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And I guess also on that note, happy winter solstice to anyone that's listening on the 21st of June <laughs> in the Southern Hemisphere. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they could be... Southern... Someone could be joining in next, some, next next June... <laughs> in the <laughs> time southern hemisphere it's fine we don't understand yeah. time <laughs> this is such a timeless episode it's you timeless, could be listening it's in timeless. the winter you could be listening in the... any time <laughs> in preparation so generally happy winter solstice yes happy winter solstice happy darkness and i my ideas during for prepping for this episode i was thinking about how do we embrace darkness and the power of rest and hibernation and how so many animals mammals like hibernate during this time and what happens um for us for us humans if we live seasonally Mm. and i was watching um i'm gonna shout out great youtuber swedish youtuber jona jinton uh who lives up north in sweden and she did a video about the uh what's it called it's called midnight sun and polar night and the midnight sun happens in the months of like may june july when it's summer solstice and it's light all the time up there like all the time which is wild and the polar night happens when it's dark all the time during this time of year when it's winter solstice and it's she was kind of talking about different ways of embracing the darkness because the light part of the year can be a bit easier to like surrender to Whereas the dark parts, it brings along like tiredness, fatigue, lack of motivation and inspiration. And you kind of just want to sleep all the time. Mm -hmm. And what are the implications of that? The seasonal changes on us and how we kind of can surrender to them. Mm, And we should. And are are our bodies not coping? Like at the moment, everyone's so tired, so drained. Um, And we're like, oh, because it's Christmas time and just work's busy. And it's actually, yes to all of that. But is it also because we're pushing our bodies so much more in a time when we should be resting and hibernating? Mm-hmm. And that if we were, if we had exactly the same work situation in the summer, would we be feeling as tired? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Like I, I personally, I feel like I can go out and um, the boy, my boys, will go out in the evening after school to the park and see friends, and mm-hmm. everything feels a lot easier to be out and doing stuff and you feel like you've got more energy Mm. and maybe because you actually have and you're receiving that energy from the sun and everything like that but now we should be just resting more and hibernating more eating more warm foods Mm -hmm. nurturing ourselves and giving ourselves like nope 
Yeah. <laughs> capitalism's like, no, we keep have working. no seasons in capitalism. Mm-hmm. We don't have seasons. We keep working. Yeah. Which is really messed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's something about, uh, like you were saying, we receiving energy from the sun. Mm. I was thinking about how in the sun as well, we, uh, that's when lots of crops are like flourishing and stuff, right? Spring, summer, fall. And how they can soak up all the, all the sun's energy and we can soak all the sun's energy but then how do we integrate that into the winter to kind of keep us going and i guess like what people have been doing for ages is um you know this is before like actual industrial like farming and (laughs) like you know mass shipping of of avocados from south america (laughs) to london in the winter you know like december (laughs) december um you know where which is really like saving you know saving up food harvesting food during those times and then making preserves and freezing everything and making sure they have enough sustenance enough energy from the summer months to sustain them through the winter yeah that was the idea and you know we like we don't really do that anymore Mm. i'm sure some people do that but us here in london don't no (laughs) (laughs) like i said we have the avocados of the yeah and we live so in the moment so oh we just eat right now and not in the moment as in seasonally as in we don't really prepare we just live by that moment Mm -hmm. in that moment and that's why in in all the shops you can get whatever food you want Mm -hmm. which doesn't lean towards our bodies working in the best way that they can yeah for our bodies and then also working with the environment in the best way that it can and working with like participating in the ecosystem rather than like just purely rejecting the ecosystem in front of us and deciding to do whatever we want whenever we want and have whatever we want whenever we want (laughs) no matter what (laughs) no matter what Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to bring in there's um a First of all, winter solstice is celebrated in so many... Winter and summer solstices are celebrated in so many cultures. And I, it was really difficult to choose something to bring in for this podcast episode. But I thought it could be cool. I was reading different mythologies and I thought this one specifically for some reason stuck out to me. If you want to hear about it. Yeah. This is a, a Sami sun goddess. And Sami is the indigenous peoples of the Nordic countries. So of Norway, uh, Sweden, Finland, I think maybe even northern Russia, potentially. But there's Sami territory, like, in northern Sweden, for sure. And so the sun goddess, uh, sorry for my pronunciation, it's not similar to Swedish, the language, so I don't know. (laughs) But it's Bievi, I think. Bievi, something like that. How do you spell it? Uh, There was a few different spellings. The one that I went with is B-E-A-I-V-I. B-E-A-I-V-I. Uh-huh. There was other ones with like a W instead of a V. Mm. But basically, B of E is the goddess of fertility, sanity, motherhood, and reindeer. I love sanity and motherhood. Yeah. Like, of course. <laughs> mm. Do they go together? I don't think so. I, or <laughs> they pre, do. Pre, pre motherhood, we were all saying <laughs> after motherhood. <laughs> all the brain cells and the sanity. You know, or mother does know best. <laughs> so. Yeah there's that yeah i think the the sanity goes or the feet you feel like sanity is gone because you're so overwhelmed with 
so much because you're probably not also doing as you would if we were all just in the tribes work mm. um living with our village seasonally doing what we should as we should be doing it with those with people all around us helping us mm-hmm. so that yeah it goes yeah. along with the not living seasonally not living nurturingly and m- for your mind mm-hmm. as we should be yeah you're going against all your natural kind of instincts yeah so i um the idea also was at winter solstices uh warm butter which was symbolizing the sun would be smeared on doorposts as a sacrifice to bia so that she could gain strength to fly up high and like bring light back which I love. Confused already. <laughs> so she, <laughs> Bivi is the goddess of no the sun goddess. Sun goddess, mm-hmm. and in the winter solstice, mm-hmm. she puts butter on. No door people knobs. put butter oh. on doors. <laughs> she comes around the night putting butter yeah. on doorknobs. Bivi's been there's butter. <laughs> it's greasy. <laughs> so people put butter on the doorknobs as a, like a sacrifice because you know during winter it's like you want to keep your like we were talking about you want to keep your food. Um, to, to make sure you can survive throughout winter. Mm-hmm. So I think the the warm butter is the idea that this would symbolize the sun and it was a sacrifice to the sun god, Bia mm-hmm. So that it would give her strength, strength to fly up high, uh-huh. to bring the light back. Uh, and she was often depicted as being accompanied by her daughter and they would both together travel across the sky in an enclosure of reindeer antlers. Is Father Christmas right yeah father christmas is a woman (laughs) (laughs) yep so it's it's so interesting because there's a lot of like nordic mythology sami mythology and different nordic mythology vikings and stuff uh that actually show a lot of the origins and like kind of pagan roots of of christmas wow it's it's really cool fascinating and they would bring um her so biavi and her daughter would bring or they would return green fertility to the land um that was the idea you know, as like spring comes and, and stuff. So it's Father Christmas and the elf bringing presents. <laughs> Basically, it's like yeah, you can see how it how it kind of has, has been commercialized. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they bring presents now. Yeah, how could Coca- Coca- have <laughs> commercialized be a V and her daughter? You think the sun makes you happy? Now presents do. <laughs> yeah. But how interesting of where like you it comes back from and just mm-hmm. those little things i also love it... that it's like her and her daughter yeah like that's a lovely story of yeah. like you know motherhood and and daughterhood and mm. the connection between like mother and child i love it and they were also said to cure and help cure seasonal affective disorder and like depression due to darkness due to like lack of sun and so there was also an interesting element of recognizing mental health in yeah. this mythology of uh yeah the effects of of lack of sun exposure and so a lot of people would pray to bav uh for um praying for those who are physically and like emotionally and mentally affected by a prolonged winter and they would pray for those people so that bav and her daughter would come and bring a fresh start and bring light and bring new beginnings into the year which i think is so cool yeah 
It's so lovely. And you always think, or I do, um, think of um, like a god or goddesses in mythology as being very just on their own and is this sort of being mm-hmm. that's not human-like. But this goddess has got a daughter. Mm-hmm. That brings it back more kind of, I don't know, back to... It's just, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, lovely. And she does cute things with her, da- her daughter, mm. which, you know, <laughs> flies yeah. in reindeer. And so that leads in as well to it being the longest day. And so from the 22nd is when it's the sun starts to come back and the days get mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More light comes in. <clears throat> yep. No, it's, it's, um, I think it's very interesting. And I think seasonal affective disorder is quite, oh, sorry, the abbreviation is quite funny because the abbreviation is sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that a mistake or has someone done that? Because it is something about it that I'm sorry, but it's so funny. Yeah. Is it really does make you sad? I, I get so affected by light. I know if I'm out and even like today, it's freezing cold, but it's sunny. Mm-hmm. And I feel so much happier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's but I why do I'm... feel so affected mentally what by was it. it. Oh, it was uh, a couple years ago. Oh, this is London rental units for you. Rental units? What? I'm talking apartments, but you know the rental <laughs> industry here. Uh, I lived in a room that barely had a window. It had this tiny, tiny, tiny skylight, like really, really far up. So it's like I couldn't touch the skylight at all. I couldn't wow. get to it. And so it was like living in a cave. And during the winter months, it was really rough. So I would just like wake up in the dark and my whole, yeah, my whole life was just dark in that room. And uh, still paying an extortionate amount of money because it's (laughs) London. You know, you pay to live here. You don't pay for any kind of quality. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, just savage, yeah. Um, but crowdedness and <laughs> my, my friend Rachel, my best friend Rachel, lent me her brother's sad lamp. And oh, it was cool. for seasonal affective disorder. And it was it's it was basically just a lamp that shined like really bright light. Yeah. Does it feel because my cousin was telling me as well the one that lives in Finland, they do that. Mm-hmm. They go to work. Cause he wakes up and, and he goes to work and for the first two or three hours of work it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. So they have those lamps. I've always wondered, <clears throat> excuse me, if it would be too bright. Does it feel like it's LED? Yeah. Or does it feel like it's sun? Is it nice or is it a bit like eh. the one that I I used a bit? It felt like too much, and yeah. I ended up actually using it more as um a lighting tool for performances <laughs> during my degree. I just, um, I was just on your own. Yeah. Just performances in my room, in my cave, in my cave. <laughs> Which was quite fun. No, I actually did some performances on with, um, I made ice garments and I have to show you. Yeah. Yeah. I made ice garments. And so I used that light actually at some point for different performances that I used with ice and melting. Like the idea of like the cold, which fits into this episode nicely, actually. Oh my God. You could do a winter solstice Instagram live with your ice outfits. With my ice outfits. I've done an Instagram live with my ice outfits. (gasps) Oh my god! For like a festival. (laughs) That'd be a tune in. Winter solstice 2023. I torture myself (laughs) with ice. (laughs) That's so fun. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's really interesting, like that, the ways that we can cope, can deal with, um, lack of sun exposure and like what comes with that, the fatigue Mm. and the depression. And, 
and, and with that as well the giving in to what our bodies are needing at this time and if we're feeling overtired we're feeling mm-hmm. run down we're feeling overstretched maybe giving in to mm-hmm. not going out so much and coming home and just being on the sofa with a duvet and saying it's okay to say no to all of the social things and all of the drinks and mm-hmm. um or go for a bit and then go home and really nurture yourself during this time yeah well. sofa with duvet is a really underrated combo mm. my favorite thing to do when it's i'm sick best. just take yeah. your duvet off your bed bring it to the couch yeah it's the best it is but definitely to surrender to what your body needs and equally because i think it's great to recognize it needs more sleep we need more rest and then it's good to kind of to combat a bit of the tiredness and fatigue to find ways of moving your body that is doable so that your body stays stays active and uh, brings some kind of energy alive because we don't want to be too um, yeah i always mess up this word i always say sedimentary like the rocks but i mean sedentary sedentary yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just very geology of me (laughs) you don't want to be too sedimentary (laughs) that's true actually if and if i don't exercise for a bit i get even more tired Mm -hmm. like for a few weeks i'm like oh my god shattered and then i realize i haven't done any form of exercise or walking i've started walking to and from work instead of driving and i feel so refreshed Mm -hmm. and have so much more energy so spring layers yeah bringing your igniting the energy within you in the right way so not draining the energy by doing the too many of the wrong thing Mm -hmm. resting when you need to but also finding some ways finding to move, that way engage the to body. give your internal energy a nurture mm-hmm. to give you the external energy yeah for sure and for everyone that might be different how they do that might be just might be actually going to exercise and like that or just moving like dancing on your own in your living room mm-hmm. or yep having dance parties down in the park fantastic mm. i was also going to say like a bit more of a modern uh tip mm. but vitamin d supplements during yeah. this time quite important as we yeah. don't see the sun i mean obviously magnesium magnesium, magnesium too okay, really i need to get one. on that having magnesium it's when you before you go to sleep and your body mm. um not soaks up absorbs absorbs it mm. really well while you're sleeping okay so your muscles absorb it all so there's quite there's a few there's um there's one by that I take in the evening and when I don't take it when I, I can notice um, when I haven't taken it for ages and then I take it I wake up in the morning feeling really refreshed and sort of even if I haven't had as much sleep as I need I feel much more able to be awake and ready for the day um, it's I think it's by a brand called Be Together I'll mm. double check um, and um, I can get it in Whole Foods and revital and health food shops like that um and they're in a brown sachet i think it is be together and there's a nighttime one which has got magnesium with and with some five htcp or something mm. um and so the magnesium your muscles and everything absorb all the magnesium while you're resting okay and yeah. that gives them the energy to then function at the optimum mm, they can. That's really cool. Mm.
magnesium is also if you're doing marathons or loads of running or you've got joint pain or muscle pain magnesium helps too oh, fantastic um and if you've um you can get it in a spray or a gel form actually one of my friends she had really bad migraines and then she started putting magnesium spray on her the back of her neck and they all went away wow and when she went on holiday she forgot to take the spray with her and they came back she noticed it wow yeah. okay i need to add this to my rotation yeah. of vitamins yeah my mom's like i feel like every week my mom is telling me to take zinc she's like zinc ah. zinc zinc and i'm like oh okay she's like anytime you start feeling ill zinc i was like okay interesting I must do my zinc i need to take my zinc today actually <laughs> that was a big one when people had covid um mm-hmm. one of the supplements i remember going to the health food shop when my husband had it and they gave um quite a few different ones but zinc mm-hmm. this was one of the I think it helps absorb system. something else as well. It helps your body. I ab- can't remember. I, I can't say because I can't remember. But it was something yeah. to do with zinc. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say the wrong information. <laughs> We're great at vitamins and pharmacology. Yeah. We should have, yeah. should have someone come on and tell yeah. us about it. <laughs> yeah. We should say this is our own point of view. Don't go yeah. do anything. Yeah, please. <laughs> please always speak to your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the, um, the on winter solstice... It's quite, um, a lot of people like to, a lot more people now than used to, like to meet up and do a little winter solstice ceremony or ritual. Mm. Um, I'm going to do that with my friends. Oh, fun. Yeah, we did it actually last year. I think we've done it twice now. Um, And so we're all going to go to my friend's house and... um, do something oh fun I'm we don't quite so know vague. what yet. yeah it's a secretive yeah we don't quite know what yet i think we, I think we um we we did um the writing down what you want to let go cool and then burning it in um a bowl burning all our pieces of paper which with uh, some very funny music behind <laughs> us my friend found this music and it was and we were all in hysterics because <laughs> it was so weird but but gave the atmosphere yeah. which was fun but it, there is something very um not ceremonial there's about the burning of the paper and seeing the mm-hmm. thoughts of what you want to let go of so I'll, I'll go back so if you don't know anyone listening about um what some people do on winter solstice one of the things is that um, which you can do on the full moon as well it's about about sort of letting go and releasing the things that aren't serving you so the worries the thoughts um situations that you can't do anything about personally but you're holding on to and things are affecting you um and then that leans into the sun and the new moon of when you set the intentions of where to go so to be able to go forward and set intentions and new beginnings you have to create the space by letting go of the things that aren't serving you and um people do it in different ways and some people like the writing some people like thoughts or singing or out loud and one of the ways is writing down on a piece of paper all the things that you want to let go of and then um the act of burning that piece of paper so you can roll it up and um do it somewhere safe um but burn the piece of paper and seeing those things go up with the smoke and it's quite symbolic it's like letting it go into the air letting it just fly away 
mm. and dissolve and go and it's very kind of um what's the word i'm doing something yeah. with my hand to try J- and demonstrate is, is uh, like pushing her hand out and like, like 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 extending like her fingers <laughs> into the air as as you carry on listening to podcasts you'll <laughs> find out that i i i sometimes can't find the words to describe what i mean and i use like to use my actions just totally fine we will describe <laughs> actions like much more visual yeah well, sometimes um, words don't cut it either mm. they just don't yeah we need movements we need visuals yeah so that's one of the things we'll do do you do winter solstice little things i uh have you done I haven't really. The only thing that I have done, like since childhood, was as Lucia, Sancta Lucia, oh, yeah. um, which, which I was telling Jodie about before. <laughs> yeah, but I don't do that every year really because I, yeah, being here, I know here actually they do a big. You should go next year. They do a big, uh, like London, like they have some kind of big concert hall or something that they do a big Lucia. Well, probably all the Scandinavians get together and <laughs> that are in London cool. and go to that. But I, yeah, I used to do it as a kid holding the candles and is singing. that on the do they do that on the 13th i think so yeah they must uh yeah if you don't know what the santa lucia day i only found out about it yesterday um which is really interesting because it's swedish and audrey's swedish my friend came over who's danish and we had all the kids together and she bought all the things to do the santa lucia day because she'd been doing it since she was a kid she with all the kids wore white yeah and then had a candle yeah, white gowns yeah and, the, and then my friend maria put on the music and they all walked really slowly with the candles around our house and it was the <laughs> sweetest thing and they were all totally up for it and really receptive to so she showed them the video of it told them the meaning the story and then they did it and then they all made a wish and blew out the candle and um yeah, it's really That's sweet. So cute. Yeah, you said it, you were saying it's it's also related to um, bringing in the light yep. and the darkness. So all exactly. the same kind of concept of winter solstice exactly. and everything. Usually, it's done early in the morning on the thirteenth, uh, when it's really dark out and uh, people gather together, and you have this. Uh, it's called Lucia Tog, and it's it's like a train of people, uh, a train of of the singers and of the people in the choir, basically. And then you have the main girl who's who plays the Lucia, the Santa Lucia, the saint. And she has the candles in her hair. And usually they're real candles, like mm. real candles burning in, in a crown. Uh, and every every Swedish school basically does it as well. And so obviously you have girls fighting over the um, who's going to be the Lucia <laughs> that year and who gets chosen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then, then when I lived in the States when I was younger, my dad used to have, have us do it. Uh, for the school and at home and wrap all of our friends into it so fun and be like and tell us what it's about and stuff so i'm yeah. glad i'm glad other scandinavian parents do that in other <laughs> countries and i think it's, it's really fun. nice to um bring these traditions and these thoughts to kids and uh, it just made me realize that i haven't really talked to my kids about the winter solstice they know that what the winter solstice is and that it's the first day of winter and the longest day but i haven't actually said all these other things about what it can mean and what you could do and the letting mm. go and and it's actually really nice to just normalize it for kids and it's that's what how thinking about your your mind and your body and I know everyone is becoming much more aware of it mm. um but bringing that whole concept to the 
the kids and maybe doing your own little ceremony with them yeah. on twenty first. I'm gonna do that now. I'm gonna Yeah, do it. Do a little get them to write down things that they're worried about or things that they just keep thinking about they don't want to keep thinking about and just want to be able to sort of let go of and we could even burn the paper and watch it go up mm, so definitely having these little traditions it's really lovely it's it's so nice and i think personally i also look forward to marking the winter solstice as a time <laughs> this sounds funny but as a time to mark that it's starting to get lighter yeah like it gives me hope there's kind of an element of hope to it that you're kind of going okay this is the date this is the darkest it's gonna get it's still dark it's still going to be dark but and this is the shortest day of the year but it's going to get lighter and now every single day little by little incrementally might not even be noticeable it will be lighter each day and that's really nice it's a really comforting thing for me to think about definitely yeah actually you think, oh, it's the 22nd my god it's a little bit lighter like mm-hmm. a fraction but your mindset mm-hmm. changes to do that up. and how strong is your mindset yeah mm-hmm. so fascinating gorgeous well i very much enjoyed chatting about the winter solstice happy winter solstice to everyone listening happy winter solstice everybody and we'd love to hear how you've spent it what your plans are what you end up doing um so please share with us on the reviews on instagram our dms we'd love to hear from you and how you spend your winter solstice have a lovely lovely day thanks guys bye